way. So I want to get started this morning by, um, <clears throat> I was watching, or not watching, but I was listening to a podcast this morning. And it was a lady that was telling her story of how, you know, she had gone through addiction and bad relationships and she was stubborn and she was uh, molested as a child and she had went through all of these things in her life and she, you know, as a child had gone to church but was really never interested in, you know, um, in the words, she felt like she didn't understand it and, but she saw her sister and her sister was always very in tune, um, you know, she got married at 18, her life seemed to be perfect, she understood the word, and it really made me, um, you know, recognize something, because this particular woman said that, you know, God changed her life through a dream, and she went on, and she told about the dream, and she explained everything, and it was truly, truly amazing, and, you know, I started thinking about um, <clears throat> how most often we compare our our walks and our relationships and our encounters um, with God to other people's experiences, right? Or relationships or encounters. And we we begin to feel like we're inadequate in our walk because we see these other people that, you know, can very clearly hear, you know, God talking to them or they have a discerned spirit or, you know, and sometimes we get, you know, we feel like, you know, where our relationship is not, you know, where it needs to be, or God, why don't I hear you? And, you know, I can tell you that there's been some moments in my life that God has, like, literally smacked me in the back of the head, like, I could very clearly hear him speaking to me. And then other times, it's more of a symbolic thing that he, um, that he shows me, right? Or, he talks to me in one word, right? So when I'm when I'm praying every morning about, you know, what do I want to talk about today? Um, it comes in, in one word, right? It, it, yesterday, it, all I could hear was pruning, right? Um, today, all I could hear was, you know, inadequate, right? Because I feel like sometimes we believe that we're inadequate because our relationship or our, um, or how, you know, God comes to us or Jesus comes to us in, in speaking to us and, you know, in our hearts and in our, our intuition. And I think that we oftentimes compare those to other people. And, um, you know, it's, it's very easy because, you know, I, everybody knows I'm married to a pastor, right? Well, you know, his, him and, and God, it's almost like they have this like relationship that they just can have these conversations just randomly, right? And, you know, at first when him and I, you know, met and, and I started seeing this, I was like, this is kind of weird, right? Because, you know, why doesn't God talk to me like this? Um, and so, and through his testimony and his stories, I'm like, this stuff is, this is amazing. Like, why does this stuff not happen to me? So it's very easy to compare, right? But I can tell you the, you know, the few times that, um, actually, there's really, there's two of them that were very defining to me. Um, one, I laughed it off and I thought that, you know, I was crazy. Um, but the very first one ever was, um, you know, I had been crying out. I was in my addiction. I've been crying out 
I was tired, but I couldn't stop using and, you know, I was just exhausted, right? And I didn't know where to go. I was ready to give up. And one night I leaned over to kiss my middle son Mitchell goodnight. And I very clearly heard him say, enjoy this while you can because it's about to be over. That was very scary to me. But it was the very next day when the police showed up and took me to jail. So at that moment, I didn't know that my life was about to change. To me, it was, you know, my life is over, right? And we say, you know, a lot that we ask God for these miracles in our lives, and he's going to put us in a place where he can work that miracle in our lives, right? There was no possible way he was going to keep me in the environment that I was in and say, okay, you're going to get sober, right? I mean, it could have happened, but I was stubborn, right? I was lost in it. And there was no way without getting me out of that, that he could truly 100% change me, right? And the other very defining moment, which I laughed about, right? Because I was always raised in church, right? And pastors seem to be perfect, right? They were perfect. It's like their life, had they had never gone through anything in their lives. And that's always what I saw, right? So I remember it like it was yesterday. I was standing beside my bed, okay? It was during count time when I was in prison. Um, it was during count time, and I'm standing there, and I remember that I used to get so frustrated standing up for count, right, because it was at the end of the day, and I would just I would just lay my head like this on my standing up. I had a, a top bunk, so I would just put my head down like this. And God very clearly said to me, you are going to marry a pastor. And I laughed out loud. And I'm sure that my roommates thought I was crazy. But I clearly said, there's no way that's going to happen. Because no pastor is going to want an ex-addict or somebody that's been in prison, right? So even though he was showing me these things ahead of time, I didn't believe it. But I laughed at it. And then it was very shortly after I got out of prison that I met the pastor that I ended up marrying. So I think God comes to all of us in different ways. And really what I want to say is that don't compare your relationship with God to anybody else's. Because all of our relationships are very unique in their own sense, right? Um, if I compared my relationship with God to my husband's relationship with God, I would feel like I was at a loss, right? I would feel like I was inadequate. But God shows us things in our own timing, in our own, um, you know, in our own timing, in his timing, and as we need it, right? And, you know, when we're a child, we think like a child. So oftentimes God has to come to us in different ways. And then as we grow in our spiritual walk with him, um, you know, he will come to us in different ways. But we have to wholeheartedly be present. And surrenders in the and surrender in the moment. And you know, I have not worked in the yard in years, right? And I don't even know what gave me, 
you know, the, the urge to even do it, right? Because I'm like, I always say this is a rental. I don't want to do anything to it. You know, I don't even want to hang blinds up on the windows, okay? Like, that's just how I am. Like, I don't, right? I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to create roots here because this is only a temporary, right? So, to me, by not putting my time and effort into this home, it, it, it gives me the sense that, hey, keep pushing because this is only temporary, right? This is not where you guys are going to land. This is, this is just a, a, a highway to get you guys to where you need to go. So I never had the urge the whole time we've been here other than, you know, to have somebody come out and, you know, mow and weedy, right? So um, I don't know what the urge was, but something one day just gave me the urge to go out there. And I mean, and it was like, you know, from the clay to the pruning to, you know, the beautification to all of these things that he began to show me, right? But if I would have fought the urge to go out there, right? If I would have said, I am not going to go and do that, right? I'm not going to spend the money to make this yard look pretty, right? If I would have not listened to that urge that I felt inside of me, then I would have missed out on all of the things that he was trying to show me in that moment, right? So I think that we have to really be present, right? And when we feel those urges or those intuitions that, you know, of something that we'd love to do, we haven't done in a long time, and we just feel that urge to do it, I think that we need to lean into it, right? Lean into it and play full out with what you feel like you know, God is telling you to do because it's in those very moments that he's going to show you some things that you need to see, right? He's going to open your eyes um, to a voice that you might not have heard in a long time. So I think that it's important that when we, we, we want to build our relationship with him, um, that we be obedient, right? We have an ear to hear because we get so mixed up in the chaos, right? And you know, he was saying, go work in the yard. And I was like, what? I work in the yard. Like, I haven't worked in the yard in years, right? But I did. I was obedient. And miraculously, he showed me a lot of things that I needed to see. But remember, I told you when I was on Clubhouse, right? I was on Clubhouse. And I kept hearing him say, less of you and more of me, right? And I said, you know, I am not a pastor by any means. Like, I don't know that I could do that, right? I don't know that I am educated enough, you know, to be able to speak a word um, every day on a podcast. Like, I don't think that I am that. And then it was, I, I started doing it, right? But I felt like I was out of sorts every time that I did the podcast. So I... um so as he told me to go out and work in the yard, he began to show me things that I need to be talking about. So if I would have just released that, right, and not did what I felt like he was, you know, what I needed to do, which was working in the yard, I would have never been able to experience the things that he was trying to tell me. So. I just want to encourage you today to, for one, do not compare your walk with someone else's, okay? Don't compare your relationship with someone else's. 
be in tuned and open to the things that he may be telling you to do in your life. Because you never know where that one decision could lead you, right? You could be somewhere and you felt the urge to, you know, you saw someone out there that was asking for money, right? And you you felt the urge to go and help, but you dismissed that urge, right? So what if that was the angel that could have catapulted you to another level, right? And you always know, right? You'll always know because as soon as you drive away or walk away and you don't do what you felt like you should have done, you're going to get convicted. Every time you're going to get convicted. So when you hear him touching your heart or your gut, right? Be obedient. Because that's just him trying to you know, continue on the relationship and grow the relationship with you. It's not just your gut telling you to do something. It's you being led to do something. So be open to those small moments where you hear or you feel that voice inside of you saying, do this or do this or do this, right? Be open to those moments because those moments could be those groundbreaking moments that you're asking for in your life. So today, I just want you, again, don't compare your walk with anybody else's. Enjoy your own walk. Enjoy all the things that God is trying to tell you and trying to do in your life and where he's trying to move you. But we have to be open, right? And we have to be obedient to that small voice, even when it's uncomfortable, right? Even when it's something that we are fearful of or we're terrified of or gets us out of our comfort zone. Because there's no glory in the comfort zone. The only thing that's in that comfort zone is, is you being stagnant and complacent. So today, be open. Be open to the small voice that you hear within, within you. That God is pushing you to new levels, right? He's pushing you out of your comfort zone. He's trying to bring you to a place that he could work a miracle in your life. So today, be open to those moments, because it's in those moments that you will see him prevail in amazing ways in your life. So I thank you so much for joining me this morning uh, for this podcast. If you are on the podcast listening, please share this to your social media pages. Um, if you are watching live on Facebook, if I added value, please share this to your social media Go ahead and tag people in the comments that you feel like needs to hear this today. And again, I thank you guys so much. And I hope you have an amazing, amazing day. And I'll see you again soon.